So we just took a break. We were doing like a two episoder oh, today, we starting? and uh, Taryn took forever because she For went to the bathroom. Okay, and took forever to okay. get back. I posted, answered some emails, finished my coffee, had a snack. She still wasn't here. In my defense, what took so long, Taryn? In my defense, what took so long? I. I opened TikTok for like a second and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I'm recording. To clarify, on I the toilet, to... open yeah. TikTok. Yeah, Ash. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm not hating on watching TikTok on the toilet. We all do it. But we're working. I forgot where I was for a second. We're not at home. But that just shows you how addicting it is. Dude, the other day, I was on the toilet for so long watching TikTok that, like, I really think I damaged my hip. Like, my hip fell asleep. And then I was like, oh, my God, get up. Like, go sit on the couch at least or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's like. Oh, we all do it. We all do it. It's a very relatable thing. Well, Jade, what what if I was taking a dump, Ash, and you just told everybody? No one said anything. Anything about you taking a dump? Every time people are like, "Let's oh, you change the so subject." Long. I hate this. <laughs> you brought it on. Oh. Revenge. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. This is unsolicited advice. Hey guys. <laughs> she just wanted. To, she wanted to chime in there, um, where you guys send in your stories and we advise yep. you on your life situations, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the stories that you guys write in. So. Just mm-hmm. take this as a sign. If you have a story that you would like to share, this is your moment. Today yeah. is your day. You are going to stop what you're doing and you're going to write out your story with all the juicy details yeah. so that we can give you advice on it. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Glad that's settled. I'm going to make a special request. Though I love talking about relationship drama and that's literally every episode yeah. we talk about it because it's, so, it's just, it's the thing for whatever reason, I think we are excellent. Excellent at giving relationship advice, which is so funny to me because I've been single for literally half of my life. Um, but more than half of my life. That's a joke. Um, but we're so good at it. And I yeah. think that's pe- why people want to know our, our opinions. But Very talented. I want some, like, weird situations. Yeah. Like, us, I want some... Interesting topics. Even if, like, it's not about you, mm-hmm. like write in and be like oh my gosh my friend just told me at work this happened or like my friend said like her uncle is going through this like we want some weird life situations yes so if you have anything that you're like I'm in a predicament we want it yeah give it to us we do that's all I got we want all of it how you doing Taryn um great So I went to this barbecue mm. the other day, and I like said something about Legos naturally. Um, and this guy was there, and he was like, 
oh, wait, what? Are you talking about Legos? And I was like, yeah. So we were, like, talking about Legos. And then my other friend was there and was like, yeah, Legos Instagram account follows her. And the guy, like, freaked out. He was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is. And then... I was, like, reminded that Legos follows me and, like, geeked out about it. Taryn, that should be on your Hinge profile. That should be the first photo. Oh, my gosh. A screenshot of Legos following you. Because my name's unique. So they just go to Legos and who Legos follows and type in Taryn. Yeah. Wait, shoot. I'm saying it right now. What if if a guy is stalking me right now? Oh, my God. They already know your name. (laughs) Literally Um, in the bio. Anywho. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and it really should. But yeah, so I've been on like a Lego high mm. lately. Um, I haven't splurged in a while, but I feel it coming. I've been like reorganizing, still building my ATAT. So, anyways, that's what's going on. That's my What's going on? But I loved. It was unfortunate because he like he's like cousins of my friend, and he has a girlfriend, so it wasn't like that type of interaction. But I was like, that's how I'm gonna freaking. Throw out the line and reel in a guy yeah. someday. Yeah, I'm just gonna it's be like gonna Legos. Happen. That's why I'm like, telling what? you, it needs to be on your profile. Dang it! Yeah, okay, I need to redo my At profile because it's doing nothing for me. I think it needs to be on your profile because who okay. cares? If they want to stalk you, they'll find you already. <sighs> you know, so just throw it out there. Okay. Okay. I mean, you already have a YouTube channel. You already have a podcast. Like your name's it's done. So. So you're saying I'm famous. I'm saying put (laughs) Legos on your profile. It'll work. The conversations that will flow would just be. I need to have like a thirst trap photo shoot with my Legos. That would be funny. Literally, Like once you finish (laughs) this big one, you get all dressed up, take a photo with it. Make that your first profile photo. Yep. Biggest accomplishment. You with your Lego. And then all the guys. (laughs) All the guys. I'm putting it out there already. I already know. Anyways, how are you, Ash? I'm so good. I have been on a reading kick. You so, have been posting so much about books. Yes. Like I've been it's been reading, making me want to read. I've been reading one a month pretty regularly okay. for almost a year now. And I didn't plan on reading a book a month at all. That was not in the agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I somehow ended up doing that. And hmm. it's been great. And I've been reading a lot of Colleen Hoover books. And just, I, f- I finally read Where the Crawdads Sing, um, which I'm so excited about because mm-hmm. the movie's coming out in July. Oh, and, who's in it? Um, I don't know what she's from, but she's been in other things. But Reese Witherspoon's directing it. And oh, it's going to be phenomenal. And I was so excited about that. But I'm currently reading a new book called A Thousand Splendid Sons. It's the from the same author that wrote The Kite Runner. Okay. And it's about like, it's about women, but specifically about like two very strong Afghan women mm-hmm. and is phenomenal and very emotional. And everyone t- warned me. What I've been doing lately is I've been posting my new book and have been like, have you read it? Yeah. And the DMs that flow afterwards are like, it's incredible. It's so good. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and people kind of warn me about like, I just read a kind of scary one that everyone was said was too scary. It wasn't. But like people yeah. tell me about the book a little bit. And it's been so much fun. So anyways, I posted this book, A Thousand Splendid Sons, and everyone was like, grab the tissues. It's going to be so emotional, especially like being a woman and reading about like their lives. And um, so (laughs) I brought it um, this past weekend. I spent the weekend at the beach and I brought it and I was like, I'm going to finish the whole thing. But I'm like sitting there with like a bunch of friends reading this very emotional book and there were a couple times where I was like I need to put it down yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, need a minute. I need a second but it's so so good and it's 
very um, inspiring and just yeah. empowering. And I've been on a book grind. Ash, can you send me home with a book today? I would love to. Okay. I would love to. Okay. I need to start reading. I need to work it's been on great. Be, also, I haven't been, I was telling Taryn this on the way here, um, I haven't been sleeping great lately. Yeah. Um, couple things definitely have been like getting on my phone again. I've definitely been watching TV before bed yeah, again. Yeah. And and have every time whatever I watch is a part of my dream. And I've always had vivid dreams, but if it's a little even the tiniest bit intense or scary, it becomes a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been rough. Um so I've been trying to like read before bed instead of being on my phone and it's been helping. Good. Except a couple times especially with the kind of scary book. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> but every book has been great and it's kind of led me to this whole like put your phone away detach no, I like love that. be you know like yeah. get your mind in something else and it's been great i love it it's been so much fun so if you want to follow my book journey follow her on instagram at ash nicole people at the ash difference nicole. if you want to follow my lego journey <laughs> you want to follow her book journey you know uh yeah but that's why we're such good friends like i that's feel why we balance like each other we are so we are so opposite in so many ways but like relate on things uh-huh. but like I've never like it's never been something where I feel like we would overlap on guys Mm-mm. or overlap in like certain things like Mm-mm. we're very individual mm-hmm. but yet like respect but each no, other's I, I think we're very different and we respect each other's differences yeah and also there's no there's no overlap no it's great I show you new things you show me new things yeah. we're the perfect couple <laughs> you show me how organized you are and I'm like cool that's great for you and I show you my Legos and you're like mm, that's cool, great, that's for, great you. for you <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 no we're gonna do this live I have a present for you what you had a present for me last time a cookie I love okay presents. open you already knew about shut it up. <laughs> shut up oh my god <laughs> Um, Casefy reached out and was like, "Would you like to be a part of the like May Fourth uh, phone case stuff?" And I was like, "Sure." No, and then but- I asked Taryn slightly. I was like, "Hey, what phone do you have?" Yeah, you did ask me. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was for May Fourth. It's literally uh, been a month. The Millennium Falcon. Like, I have actual like like feelings <laughs> towards this spacecraft. Get stirred, which is weird, but you know, I bet you're not alone. I'm not that alone. and that is why Legos and Star Wars need to be on your your profile because people have the same feelings. I know, and there's that. Okay. Anyways, well, so we're gonna tell, go ahead. Tell the tearing it up while I put this <laughs> yeah. on my phone. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and dive into today's tearing it up. If you guys don't know, tearing it up is based on Taryn and how clumsy and awkward she can be. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we just love a good laugh and it just we just happen to call it tearing it up uh, this one is titled a tearing it up that still haunts me nearly 10 years later wow significant amount of time I just reminded myself of that TikTok wow wow crazy you crazy girl you crazy girl <laughs> Okay, All right, here we go. Hi Ash and Taryn my name is Lou and you can use my name I'm a longtime listener from the UK and have a tearing it up for you that happened to me years ago, but still makes me internally cringe whenever I think about it. Ugh, love this. Also, I just wanted to say I love the podcast and Taryn, you did amazing on your solo episode. <gasps> Watching you push through your nerves helps me and so many others more than you will probably ever know. You smashed oh it. Oh my gosh, thank you. She said smash it and then she said she had said she's from the UK, so she, you smashed it. You smashed it. <laughs> So, my tearing it up is as follows. When I was 19, I had moved into a small, old rented property by myself. First of all, you brave. Okay. 
Literally, I can't even do that. <laughs> I don't understand, especially like I live in an apartment complex, which is a very security. Like, yeah. It's locked down. And even there's Her sometimes... apartment complex is a fortress. <laughs> oh, it's literally a fortress. Fortress? I can't talk today. Oh, God. Um, but even, like, my brother was out of town. If you don't know, me and my brother have an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was out of town the other day, and I felt myself getting nervous. And I was like, really? Like, yeah. if you're nervous here, what am I going to do if I, like, yeah. have a husband that travels? I will not be well. <laughs> Not be well. She calls me in the middle of the night. Yeah, I'm like, sleep over. (laughs) Anyways, so she moved into a rented property by herself. She writes, I used the second bedroom as a wardrobe because it was so tiny. And I like to pretend it was a full-on walk-in wardrobe anyways. Love that that for you. (laughs) Anyway, I set this room up with a full-length mirror by the window and would get dressed slash fake tan in there slash all of the things that a girl does to get ready. Yeah. One night, I was fake tanning music on, dancing away, and just having a fab time by myself. You know how every girl has this inner pole dancer that comes out sometimes? Yes. Yes. Let's unpack that later. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, she was uh, throwing in some moves while she was slathering fake tan all over herself and singing away, as we do. Yeah. I have been on a self-tan grind, and it's not a self-tan without music and singing oh, yeah. and karaoke. Yeah. That's just how it is. She writes, once I tanned up, I went into my bedroom to use my hair dryer to dry off a little bit. I know I'm not the only one who does this, and you're not. <laughs> and I spent a few good minutes drying up the tan enough to get dressed, which basically, if you've never fake tanned, you have to fully wait to put on clothes until your body's dry. Otherwise, the fake tan will get on your clothes. Mm. So oftentimes, you what we do- never done that. Really? I've only, I've had a spray tan once, and it was when we went to Hawaii, like, years ago. I've never done fake tanning or anything. Interesting. Well, I'm too lazy. If you don't, if you are in a rush, what a lot of people do is take a hair dryer and, like, blow yeah. on their body to get the tan to dry so that they can put on clothes yeah. and go out. So that's what she's doing. So she writes, I spent a good few minutes drying up the tan enough to get dressed. And this is where my story turns into a nightmare. She has an upside down face. I went back into the tiny wardrobe room to grab some clothes and I heard a voice outside whisper, she's back. (gasps) Wait, what? Okay, are we in October series? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. Honestly. My eyes immediately shot up to the window where I could see two preteen boys peeking over the wall and staring in. Our row of houses was dropped down from the road, so everyone's upstairs pretty much lined up with the street. Pair that with the fact that I had massively overestimated the thickness of my net curtains, and you have a recipe for disaster. Oh my gosh. These two boys were probably walking past minding their own business and instead got the show of their lives. <laughs> Why <laughs> am I so relieved, though? It's preteen boys. Yeah. Because them being like, they're probably like, they're like oh, she's whoa, back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Versus like she's two back. like adult, yeah. like grungy men oh, being adults, like, she's back. Yeah. 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 So different. <laughs> 19 year old me singing my heart out, dancing like an idiot, completely naked. <laughs> She writes, a part of me died that day. <laughs> Lots of love from the UK. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awful. It's so funny though, because that is something every girl that I've talked to that self tans does. Because yeah. you literally have to wait like 10 minutes before applying and just be like anything. Butt naked. Yeah. And you just have to sit there. I ha- Luckily, I have what I ended up getting 
or what ended up working out for me is I have a black robe. Oh. And it works because I it doesn't show when I get mm-hmm. tanner on it and then I wash it and it's fine. Um, I've done a white robe a couple times. Mistake. Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. Solution. Black robe. Yeah. Just a thin one so you don't get hot and sweaty because you need to like let it air out. Black robe's the answer. Yeah. But you know what's funny is I so my apartment comes with it came with like drop down shades. Yeah. Um that you can definitely see through, but I definitely thought they were more covering than they are. And the other day I was walking my dog and I looked up. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can totally see straight into that apartment because they just had that shade dropped. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that thought was going through my mind of how many people have probably driven by and been like, oh, (laughs) that girl's just like walking around in her grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was like, oh, my gosh. So I ordered a blind set and I've been very intentional about not being by the windows. At least some curtains, something thick. You need blackout. You need blackout at night. I know I need something. Yeah. Dear God. It's imperative. Anyways. Wow. That was a great one. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, so this story is titled Mom Trouble. Oh, no. We've all been through it. Love you, Mom. (laughs) Me and my mom, I'm definitely, like, we're so close but I think that's why we, like, trigger each other easily, you know? Yeah. But it's like that with everyone in your life. Like, the people you're closest to are the ones that, like, get under your skin, you know? Yeah. Um. But it's so funny because, like, we'll fight every once in a while, but then we just forget that we were fighting. It's, like, yeah. never a big deal. Love you, Mama. <laughs> um. Okay. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Hannah, and I love the podcast. This podcast has really helped me to get through 40-hour work weeks. She said, I'm not supposed to listen to music podcasts while working, but I do it anyways. We all do. We all do. It is so nice to listen because I feel like I'm having conversations with my friends instead of being at work. Anyways, I need advice on a situation. And before I start, I'm an Enneagram 2. Hello, Taryn. My people. My mom and I have always been close. She's my best friend, and what she and the rest of my family thinks of me means the world to me. I've just come back from college and am home for the summer. Since I've returned home, I've felt a shift in me and my mom's relationship. Things have just felt off between us. I've been having a hard time adjusting to being back home. I'm a very emotional person, and sometimes I get so overcome with emotion that it takes over me. (laughs) Me. (laughs) When it comes to my mom, she's just been short with me or seems to have a tone of voice that it makes me feel that she's mad at me. I have a hard time with confrontation because I hate feeling sad if I'm the problem and hate when people are disappointed with me. Whenever I ask if something's wrong, she says nothing is wrong and that she's fine. And I feel as though she's not telling the truth. Mm. When we have had big talks about our emotions before and every time afterwards, I still feel that way. She tells me, she always tells me that I can tell her anything. So I thought, The feels would be the other way around, too. This really takes a toll on me mentally, and I honestly just don't know what to do. 
I also just feel like I'm making this whole thing up in my head. Like, is she really mad at me or am I just overthinking this too much? I don't want this time in my life to affect our relationship down the road. Thank you guys. You guys are seriously the best. And hopefully this all makes sense. I've reread it five times. Love, Hannah. I have a question. Yes. How old is she again? She does not say. But she came back from college. She works a 40 hour work week and she just came back from college. So I would say like 20. 22, 23. Unless you're like me and Ash, then 27. But for sure 20s, early 20s. Yeah, yeah, 20s, 20s, 20s. Okay. Just judging off, just judging off of what I just heard, not really thinking about it. Obviously, I didn't read this beforehand. That is so normal. Yeah. At that age, you are becoming an adult and it's a weird blur that happens when you are now like able and capable of making your own decisions and like living life on your own, but still living under another adult's roof. Yeah. It gets weird. And I only say that because me and my mom went through the same thing. Like I, and she doesn't mind. <laughs> I know she's going to hear this. Um, are you kidding? We She's couldn't like, stand finally, each other. Ash is going to talk we about like stuff. fought so hard from the age of like me being 20 to me being 25, mm-hmm. like a good five years of we just butted heads and we never talked. Like I didn't, we didn't talk because my mom would try to talk and I would just shut down and be like, yeah. nope, like it's not happening. And it was just a weird phase that I was in, but it was also like me trying to claim like who I am, trying to find who yeah. I am, trying to make decisions for myself. I didn't want to constantly like make decisions based on what my parents would do or their mm-hmm. approval. And it was me trying to find that like groove of, okay, I'm going to go do this and spend my money on this when I probably shouldn't, but like I'm an adult and I'm going to make my own decisions. And like her being like, you can't do that. This is going to lead to this, this and this. Her 99% of the time being right. But like that's something that I had to figure out on my own. Mm -hmm. And it's just an an awkward, normal thing that happens when you're an adult now, but you still live under an adult's house rules and they can make rules because you're living at their place yeah it's weird it's a weird dynamic and i think i tried to move out multiple times before i actually moved out because i was like something's gotta change yeah yeah yeah. and if that is like the source of it i think yeah like i totally agree it's it's a weird dynamic to process Mm -hmm. through um but i think on the other end of that once you guys find your dynamic and you find your independence comes this beautiful time where your friends become your your parents become your friends. Yes. So if if that's what's going on, power through. Because yeah. it does it's get normal, better. It gets better. Honestly, the second I moved out, mm-hmm. we were good. Yeah. It's so weird how it happened. But I was like, oh, that's what I needed. Yeah. I needed my own space. Yeah. Um. However, if there is something else going on, like if it is some type of tension that your mom's just not ready to share, that's like a whole other <laughs> whole other issue and it's funny so if if you read about the two on the enneagram like they they basically their life source is loving other people and other people like being appreciative of that love and loving them back right Mm -hmm. so that's the two dream that's the two dream so this this feeling and it's so funny because as I'm reading it I'm like because huh, it there is there is something about when you know someone's upset and they keep saying 
nothing's wrong. No, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, because you, I don't know if it's all twos. I think my, like, my empathy, like, part of my brain is, like, off the charts. So I've. It's all twos. Twos, sixes, nines. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But I, I feel, which I'm sure it's annoying. Like, I'm sure you've been so annoyed by it when you're like, I just want to be in my mood and leave me alone. But I'll mm-hmm. come in and I'll be like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I feel it, right? And then so when someone's saying nothing, you automatically go into this panic mode of like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with them? I want to fix it. Then you go into this paranoid state of, it's me. They're mad at me. Like, that's what must be wrong. And it's the worst. It's the worst mind-consuming feeling that a two can go through. Yeah. And so I relate to you and I feel for you in this place. However, what I've had to learn to do is once I get to a place where I'm like, okay, now I'm obsessing over this. Like, now I'm like, I'm obsessing over trying to find out what's wrong. I will usually check in with myself. I'll have one more reach out. I've done this with Ash so many times where Mm -hmm. I've been like, hey, I don't know why. I just still feel like something's weird Mm -hmm. and I feel like you're upset. I know you keep telling me you're not, but like I can't shake this feeling, but I I will accept if that's the case and I'm going to stop asking. But please, like if something's going on when you're ready, please talk to me about it Mm -hmm. because like. I don't want our friendship to, like, be weird, you know? Yeah. So I give my one last-ditch effort to show them, hey, I really care about you, and I feel like something's off. I don't know if it's with me or it's with something, but I just want you to know I can see that it's bothering you that I keep asking you, but I'm I'm here, and when you're ready to talk, I'm ready to listen. Absolutely. And then it's like you throw that last line, and then you have to intentionally be like, okay, now I'm going to move on because I can't keep – putting myself out like this if that person's not wanting that part of me right now. Yeah, a thousand percent. I think twos, again, if you don't know, Enneagrams are what we're talking about. Um, one of two's strengths is being an empath. Um, and I am not in any way saying that me, a nine, is better than a two because a nine comes with its own faults. But nines are empaths too. Mm-hmm. So they can pick up on things also. Something that we're good at though is not making those emotions our problem yeah like I also can walk into a room and be like "Ooh, they're mad about something but I'm not gonna fish and I'm not going to pry or let it consume my mind because until they come over and like share that with me because it's none of my business and that's how I think about it yeah um something that I think to struggle with is this huge immense and I say this because I have witnessed Taryn for years I've seen this I've seen Mm -hmm. this um for years it doesn't matter who you are in her life you could be a close friend you could be a distant friend a family member a work person a stranger employee (laughs) (laughs) um if she senses something wrong she has this overwhelming desire to fix it Mm -hmm. and I've also seen this in other people not just Taryn yeah my mom is one of those people also and she, she, these people will drive themselves sick mm-hmm. trying to figure out the issue and trying to fix yeah. it and wanting to make you feel better and just wanting to be that caregiver, loving, problem-solving, fixer yeah. person. But And I, I told my mom this at one point with the friendship that she was having. No one asked her to. Yeah, And she was, her life, she took on this 
person's entire life problem and was trying to solve it. But guess what? That person wasn't ready Mm -hmm. to solve it. She needed to sit there and her, I'm talking about someone completely, this is so off topic, but also it it connects. The person that my mom was struggling with needed to sit in her mess before she was ready to process it. My mom came in ready to swoop in. Yeah. She was like, it. I'll go to therapy with you. I'll like take care of this. I'll take care of that. My mom found her a job. My mom took care of her kids. My mom helped her kids find jobs. My mom helped her kids find cars. My yeah. mom became their mom while this woman just sat there. No one asked my mom to do yeah. that. I think she is the sweetest human being. And I don't, oh, I would never change love. her. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. never go back and make her redo that because she cared. And yeah. that's what she was trying to do. And she did help uh, tremendously. Yeah. But it cost her that friendship. But there is a line. Yeah. There is a because line. Because my mom eventually resented her. Yeah. And also that friend became very dependent on my mom. And it just got so messy. Yeah. So to twos and specifically you anonymous be careful what you take on because yeah. it they might need to fix that on their own. Yeah. You know? And also, if your mom's going through something, and this is, again, me talking from a nine perspective, if I'm going through something and I don't, I, I usually need time with it before I'm ready to process it. Mm. Or I need time to process it before I'm ready to talk out loud about it. It's like for Taryn, if she's noticed I'm off, I am off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I'm fine because I don't want to talk about it right yeah. now. I need a moment yeah. before I'm able to bring it out and like lay it out in front of you on a table and dissect, you know, everything about mm-hmm. it. Um, so I completely agree with what Taryn's saying. I would go to your mom and I'd be like, hey, I don't know what's going on with you lately. But when you're ready to talk about it. Yeah. Let me know because I'm here. Yeah. But until then, I don't respect. I don't appreciate your tone. Yeah. <laughs> and I would appreciate <laughs> If you like, don't do that around me, you know? Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's so, it's just life. And that's what it's like yeah. living with people. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, sometimes uh, specifically people who are very in tune with their emotions, we know like, well, if we just talk about it, it'll get it'll better. Go away. Yeah. But other people don't see it like that sometimes and no one's right or wrong yeah that's just how people process yeah and I think for me too seeing okay so a person's not ready to talk about it but I'm feeling a rift so instead of where I would want to just sit with them and talk about what's going on I'm gonna plan like a super fun hang and Mm. I'm gonna focus on just trying to like work on our relationship by like us just having like a fun time together. Yeah. So there's other ways you can be productive. Helpful, um, loving. Helpful. There's ways to lay boundaries if your mom is making you feel a certain way. But you know, I mean, in reality, she could be going through something that she's just not ready to share and it has nothing to do with you. But as a two, it's hard to feel that because you just automatically want to take everything on for yourself. Also, and Sorry. (laughs) Usually we're good at that. Yeah. Um, Also the dynamic of parent to child. Yeah. There's a lot of parent things that shouldn't necessarily involve the children. Yeah. And I think it's so sweet that you are in tune with your mother and you're picking up on this stuff. But sometimes it's it's not necessary for the child to hear everything that goes on between she might have a reason she's not sure. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many things like financial stuff, parent relationships that maybe you really shouldn't hear the details yeah. on and she's actually maybe protecting you from Trying it, you know? You, yeah. So you do have to, her being your elder, there is a form of like, you want to respect her boundaries too. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, like with everything, I just, I was just on TK's podcast. TK um, Juicy Polls. And it was funny because she told me, she's like, I I respect so much how she was like, I can tell, kind of like what you're saying. She's like, I can tell when someone's sad, but I don't go approach them and ask them what's going on. And mm-hmm. she was like, I love that you'll walk in and you'll sense I'm sad and you take the time to like come up and ask Mm -hmm. me. Oh, it's a, it's a gift. Yeah. And I think it is a gift and I think the world needs people like that. But at the same time, there is like with anything, there's that very fine line of where it becomes an uh, obsession. It becomes Mm -hmm. something where like your motivations get out of whack because now you're just obsessed with finding out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it's just something I think you just need to be aware and sit with yourself. Take a step back. Yeah. Because I feel like 90% of the people of the empaths that I know um, don't prioritize themselves Yeah, because they're prioritizing everyone else's emotions. And that's not fair either. Yeah. So I agree with what Taryn said. One last stitch check in with your mom and then like back off and give her space because clearly I'm judging off of how she's been acting that's what she wants yeah and sometimes too I've noticed with my mom like sometimes I'll be like if she says something harsh to me I'll just be like oof like where did that come from like just a really simple thing and usually it's because she's had a hard day and I'm her safety so then we just talk about it so I think too finding ways to you can talk about things in the moment and be gentle with it not having a deep conversation yeah Yeah. Yeah. but I think you got this it's it's a balance being a two is it's rough (laughs) being a two and also just that age with parents is it's rough stuff. Something's got to give. It's one of those things. It's so normal. Yeah. You're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into my story. This one is advice on dating and what I should do. <laughs> dating story? Dating story. Who? On this podcast? <laughs> Never. It wouldn't be an episode of Unsolicited Advice <laughs> if it was not a dating story. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get into it. Hey, Taryn and Ash. Hi. First off, I love the podcast and have listened and felt seen and heard when I hear other people's stories and your advice. I love listening to the pod when I drive to school or walk my doggo, Max. Oh, Max. That's a cute dog name. Uh, so, I'm 25 and a first year law student, finishing my first year in a week and will become a second year soon. Yay. Got it. I have worked my butt off to get here and have moved to a large city, Houston, Texas, on my own for school. In advance, I'm sorry that the email is long. I'll try to condense it all if I can. LOL. So I got on dating apps. Mm-hmm. As we do. So As sorry. We do. <laughs> so sorry. And met Matthew. He is a 30-year-old middle school history teacher slash coach, and I ended up seeing him for five-ish months. We started off just casually seeing each other. Then it turned into hanging out every weekend, which right off the bat was not something I would normally do. He would initiate a hangout to watch movies or have dinner at his place. As time went on, I started catching feelings, and he even asked me about it. Which I was honest and said yes, and he said we'd naturally see where things go. We started going on actual dates together, and he even made plans for us to go on a trip. 
That's interesting. I feel like guys aren't usually the ones to be like, hey, are you catching feelings? To ask feelings and then see, yeah. ask about feelings, then say, we'll see, we'll where, this see where this goes, but then very make a trip plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very confusing. Confused. Very yeah. confusing. He started being more cutesy, caring, and we started having deeper conversations about life and things going on. It felt like everything was going in the right direction, but we still didn't put a label on it, so I kept my guard up. At a girl. Mm-hmm. From the beginning of September until January, we would hang out, have movie nights, dinner, and he was supportive about me going to school, which meeting someone while in law school is tough because it requires a lot of time studying and a full in a full course load. Yeah. Course load. Yeah. <laughs> in a full course load. Yeah. Not full course load. Full, <laughs> full course, course load. load. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he started acting distant in January and I felt it right away. Oh, so I that's started. the worst. Ugh. It is the worst when you feel the shift. Yeah. We all, we all Nothing's know. been said. Nothing we has happened. Know. But there has been a shift. How many times have you like come to me and you're like, something's different yeah and then i would like read your text and i'd be like i'm not reading it and you're like no 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 you know something's you different get yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. vibe you're like that was weird because that you're was the a really one short who's response. interacting with them every single day so you are you will pick up really quickly when something's off they stop asking you questions back they short take longer answers. to respond they're short not answers. responding for and hours you feel, and it's like you get that little flutter of anxiety because you're just like no, no. like yeah no. Yeah. When you know, you know. I hate it. (sighs) Okay, continuing. Um, He started acting distant in January. I felt it right away, so I started keeping my distance. I wouldn't message or call him first. I waited for him to bring it up. He would be the one to reach out, FaceTime, or call. So I thought maybe I was in my head about it. A few days passed, and he told me he met someone else. So I told him that I understood and wished him the best. Ugh. But he still continued to send me memes, TikToks, or texts like everything was normal. I didn't respond to any of these messages for a few weeks and was confused as to why he would keep trying to keep in contact with me if he didn't want a relationship. Keeping that door open. Mm-hmm. 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 I was confused because he even met my friends and they said he looked at me like he really liked me and cared. <sighs> Oof. I met his sister and he even invited me over for Thanksgiving. His What? Yeah. His actions and what he ended up saying simply did not match. So him saying he had met someone else was a total shock. But I wasn't going to chase after him or want him to stay in my life. I completely cut him off. I unfollowed him on Instagram, deleted our pictures and messages. My girl. My I, proud. Clean sweet. Proud, proud, proud. But he continued to randomly message me memes, TikToks, or ask how I was doing. It got to a point where I messaged him and asked what he wanted. And he said he wanted to be friends and wanted me in his life. But I told him I couldn't give him that because I still liked him and needed time to get over him. After that conversation, I didn't respond to anything else he would send for a while. I gave myself a few weeks to be sad about it. But then I moved forward. And now I'm totally great. I'm thriving in law school. Recently turned 25, received a few scholarships and awards. Heck yeah. Started attending events and meeting new people. I love this for you. I, I love her. <laughs> love this for you. Um, on his side, he's been with other people randomly since we, quote, broke up. But nothing ever lasts. But him continuing to try to talk to me is confusing. For someone who went out to find someone else and made them move to end us dating, it doesn't make sense why he keeps trying so hard to talk to me. 
What he did at the end and the way he would act during the time we were together just doesn't make sense to me. I've tried giving him the benefit of the doubt because we were together for a few months, but I don't know what to do now. It feels kind of harsh to block him, but I'm getting confused. He knew I liked him and we were together, but he went and chose someone else. So now him saying he misses me or randomly thinks about me when he sees stuff is throwing me off. Ugh. Am I being too harsh or am I making sense? Any advice on what I should do would be great. Thank you. Love you all. Esther. Wow. First of all, Esther, I love you. I feel like we get along great. I feel like we're very similar. Uh, not the whole being smart thing. <laughs> not the law school, school degree thing. And, and, yeah. and, you know, yeah, all that stuff. But... Um, I, I just, I love the way you handled that whole situation. I think he, I think you in general are just a very mature person, especially for your age. You're 25, he's 30. Um, I think, I think you're on another level. Yeah. And I don't mean this to like bash on him, but I think you're way above yeah. his level. I think you, I think you're a queen. I think you're independent, self-sufficient, and I think you're looking for the same. Yeah. And it sounds like he's just a mess. But it sounds like he deep down knows that because oh, obviously yeah. he's like wanting to keep you around. Because, and I don't, I don't I'm not going to, I'm not saying this in a degrading way, but when people who don't have their life together come across people yep. who have their life together, of course they want in on that. Yep. Of course they desire that. Of course they want to be with you, get to know you, like talk to you. So he misses you. Of mm -hmm. course he does. Who wouldn't? Like you're a total catch. You're a 10 out of 10. But I don't think he's in a place where he can handle you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yep. That's not on that's not on him. That's not on you. We've talked about this in podcasts before. It's just a bad fit. Like yeah. you need someone who can handle your level, who can have those conversations with you, who knows and acknowledges and appreciates all the work that you're putting in school yeah. and isn't intimidated by it. I think Matthew is intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. And I think he saw how together you are and was like, Sh -sh shit, I'm not there. Yeah. I can't, do, you know, and backed off. And that's okay. He probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. And he probably belongs somewhere else. And that's yeah. nothing on Matthew. That's just how it is. But all that to be said, it is not too harsh to cut him off. Yeah. If he's in any way, months later after your relationship, doesn't matter how long the relationship is. If he's throwing you off in your own words, nah, cut him, cut him off. He should not be invade. He shouldn't be taking up time when he was never even your boyfriend. Yeah. And I think, I mean, people affect us in different ways. Like For I know sure. there is a guy who still to this day, like messed me up so much and our we only talked for like a week, but it was like, I mean, there's so much backstory to that situation, but it, it's interesting how certain people grab you more than others. Yeah. So if that's the case, like, obviously you have to process that in your own way. But it's just interesting. I, you know, I get very fascinated by the difference between, like, guys and girls when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I think guys are a little bit more convenience-based in the way that they do things. Mm. Like, they'll be talking and vibing with a girl, but if they, like, 
go out with a different girl the next day and like things also go well and move faster then they just kind of like go that route whereas i think girls are very like we weigh all the options we're comparing every guy we're talking to and seeing like ooh, but this one would be great as a dad and this one i could see him getting along with my friends better like yeah I we think things through so aggressively like if guys only knew how much we've already dissected our compatibility before we even meet them for the first time they'd probably be scared if i'm in a relationship with you i've pictured life with you and i'm okay oh, yeah. with it oh yeah i don't know that i could say that for a lot of guys i i know guys do i don't want to say all guys because i've definitely met guys who are who think that way and yeah. are, are very like think things through before they commit to anything but a lot of guys that i no, are like oh yeah she's cool and they yeah, haven't you thought about, about the like future. the future they haven't yeah. thought about like if they can see them with you like what it would be like to live together for example um they're just like no she's we get along great and i'm like cool bro <laughs> anything else you have these relationships that end years after they've been together because all of a sudden something comes up and you're like what uh, what? How like, are we on different pages? We, yeah. yeah. And so it's, you never talked about it. It's pretty fascinating by, you know, I've seen it firsthand with myself where like something was going great. And then and then when I find out the person they went after, I'm like, OK, huh? wait, what? Yeah. Like you said all of this. Yeah, you've had that before where you mm-hmm. were vibing and then all of a sudden, oops, I met someone. And it's like, yeah, it's just very interesting how that goes. Whereas I think. Like you sound like you're very smart, so it sounds like you were you were cautiously going into this, right? But thinking, she said multiple times, kept her boundaries, started adding distance, yeah. like yeah. So I agree with Ash. I think you take what you can from what you learn from this guy. You move on. I think if he doesn't respect your boundaries, of like he keeps hitting you up, like I've had before, where I've had to just say like, hey. I would really appreciate if you stop contacting me and it sucks to have to get to that point. But also it sounds like he still affects you in a way Yeah. to where like, sounds like he's in your head. He's like living in your head. You, free. If you pick up your phone and see someone text you and it makes hey, you go, that's a nice phone case. <gasps> Millennium Falcon y'all. <laughs> um, but if you pick up the phone, you see a text and it makes you like, yeah. like it stops you in your yeah. tracks in a negative way then like if you don't need that person like bye <laughs> okay I had a relationship I wouldn't even say relationship I had this encounter with this guy years ago Taryn knows this guy and it never worked like it, it yeah. never it never worked I was so hung up on this boy yep I was so hung up on this boy. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm just going to say it. I had my life way more together than he did. Ash, you are better than most of the guys you've given your time to. I'm just sitting in the back going, huh? Huh? <laughs> he was figuring life out. I very much like was on my path and knew what I was doing. And it was a very similar situation to what you're in right now. And same thing. Like, he was not giving me what I wanted but he yeah. was the one who kind of ended it and then he was the one who would kept texting me and reaching uh-huh. out and it would deeply affect my day uh-huh. my week like when he would reach out to the point where I finally had to respond to one of his texts and, and said I need you can't reach out to me anymore yeah. and I finally said like I thought he treated me wrong he disagreed and that's totally fine yeah. but I had to tell him 
I don't want to hear from you anymore. Yeah. Like you are, th- I, you're in my head and I can't work. Yeah. I can't even live my life. I'm thinking about you while I'm doing cardio and that's a problem. Like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it's, it's a problem. <laughs> so I had to tell him mm-hmm. straight up, I don't want to hear from you again. Yeah. And I think he needed me to say that because I don't think he was picking up what I was putting down when I thought yeah. I was being obvious, but clearly wasn't. Yeah. So one, give him a chance to do the right thing and tell him straight off, I don't want to hear from you. If he continues, block. Yeah. But be, get, you have to be blunt. Yeah. Because I wasn't being blunt enough. And I finally had to say it. Be blunt. Give him that chance. If he doesn't respect that, first of all, rude. I was going to say, of all, block. then it's a respect issue. Yeah. Like if you ask someone to mm-hmm. stop contacting you because it's affecting you, and they still are like not, and I'm not talking about like a year down the road them checking in, right. like or saying happy I get birthday. It. Like, like you sure. shoot your shot if you really are like shoot, I messed up. I get it, but it's the incessant like texting you random stuff when you've asked them not to. Then it's a respect issue, and yeah, then I say yeah. just block. I completely but, agree, girl. You have so much going on in your life. You're so much better. You need someone that's gonna be like just in awe of you and like chase after you not make you feel tossed to the side like, yeah uh-uh. a thousand percent uh-uh. and you distinguished little award-winning lawyer yeah. girl follow that path can't talk right now i'm getting keep awards doing you keep doing you and i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and say another mike todd quote which i'm sure i think i said on the last podcast or this one honestly it <laughs> could have been this one i don't know i talk about him a lot um you just gotta stay on your path and do your thing keep your head down focus on you focus on your goals making yourself a whole happy individual and one day you're just gonna look to your left or your right and there's gonna be a guy who's been looking down on his path making himself a whole happy healthy person and you guys are going to be on the same freaking path same wavelength and it's just going to click yep and i see that for you and esther you know we should get drinks sometime yeah right (laughs) i'm like yeah well it's so funny because i like tell all these girls like you just wait like don't give in whatever and then i'm like at night just like (laughs) like swiping through bumble (laughs) like i guess he's cute enough like i guess he said this but it's like no we need to be reminded of that and And I think it's important to think of the alternative. Mm -hmm. Like either I stay the course working on myself and being the best version of myself and I find the person that is right Mm -hmm. to come along and Mm -hmm. enjoy this life with Mm -hmm. or I settle for someone and I open myself up to a life that is like mediocre and like maybe has hardships in. Yeah. Which, I mean, life always has hardships. But I think for me, I don't want to settle and be with someone that I'm not, like, happy with. I'm like, I can be happy with myself until I find that person that, like, just, it goes, you know? But even then, I think that's the thing that we all have to come to terms with. I think whether you're in a relationship, you're not single for a long time, or you're newly single, you need to be your own soulmate yeah even if you're married like you need to be happy and content with in Mm -hmm. your own being by yourself and then it's a plus to find someone to partner up with not depend on not be how i'm happy as as single until i find my person like you need to be happy and content with yourself so that one day you can partner up with someone and live life together yeah and there's no crutch there's no yeah you know i fully agree Mm-mm-mm. Fully I feel like I agree. I feel like we nailed that advice. Yeah. Wow, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You are welcome. Okay, I have a dad joke. Duh, boy effect. 
Want to hear a joke about construction? Obviously. Never mind. I'm still working on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. That's good. So That's good. good. Well, so guys, good. if you made it to the dad joke, you already know. We love you the mostest. Follow us on our socials at Terry Renee, at Ash Nicole. We mm-hmm. also have unsolicited pod. Advice pod. Unsolicited advice pod. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram there. Also, all of our episodes are on YouTube, so you can subscribe there and watch us while we talk instead of just listen to our beautiful voices. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon in the next episode. We love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye.